The other day, I was watching a show with my daughters. One of them is 11, the other is seven. The show that we were watching was an educational one, and it was depicting the historical backgrounds of many historical people, such as Isaac Newton and Pocahontas, Sacagawea, you know, like all these historical figures in America and all over the world. And one of them was Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart was a great role model. She was the first female aviation pilot pioneer to fly around the world. She did it all by herself and she earned it, she wanted it, and went for it. And in many ways, that was a great example for a young girl such as myself to look at and learn from. Now, the reason why I bring this up is that I had to actually pause the show because in the middle of telling Amelia Earhart's story, the narrator that was telling the story happened to be a man. I guess that's like a dirty thing to be nowadays. The actress who's playing Amelia Earhart chastises the narrator for being a man and says, I will not have my story told by a, by a man and proceeds to replace him with a woman. Apparently, this is where feminism is at today. I had to stop the show and teach my girls that just because we're women doesn't mean that we are entitled to hate men. We are not allowed to hate men. And I proceeded to point out to them why that was a strange double standard. Because if that had been done the other way around and there was a man who chastised a woman for narrating his life story, people would be up in arms. But how have we come to a point in our society where hating on a demographic, whether it's a man, woman, whatever, is acceptable? And that's what I wanna talk about today. Now, admittedly, this is not something I talk about a whole lot on my channel, but I gotta tell you, it is grinding my gears lately to see outright hatred and double standards. And nobody, why are we accepting this? I mean, I'm married to a man. If I didn't have girls, I would have had boys. Are they somehow less than because they're boys now? This is strange. We have turned this on its head. And I used to come from a point of view as a new ager where women were superior. We were superior in our divine nature. We were superior in our gender. Apparently we could have a gender back then. Nowadays, if you say that you enjoy being a female, then you're somehow hating on the community that says that gender is fluid. What has happened? The type of feminism that I see today is toxic, is loud, and entitled. And that's coming from a brown female, let me just tell you. I know what it's like to be a girl. Let me, let me just get real with you guys for a second. I live in New Mexico right now. We're kind of a melting pot out here, just gonna be real with you. We have lots of, of culture, we have lots of color, but I grew up from the ages of seven to 14 in a small town in Oklahoma, and I was one of the only brown kids in the school. And I was a female. I know what it's like to be made fun of. I know what it's like to want to be a boy because they seem funnier, smarter, and more likable 
than a girl. I know what that's like. That's a whole other story that I don't even know if I'll ever get into on my channel because it's deeply personal. But let me just say, for those of you, if you have stumbled on this video on my Tubes of You channel, and let's just say that you either agree with me or not, I wanna kind of reach out and, and help you understand that I know what that's like. It's not like I grew up with some sort of like privilege, <laughs> and I don't mean that in the uh, woke, toxic sense. I mean that in a literal sense. I was not protected from these things. I had to learn how to work through it and figure it out. And honestly, I did not have the worst role models. My mom was a single mom, strong woman. <laughs> I mean, if the kitchen sink broke, she fixed it. If something needed to be done, she figured out how to do it. But let me tell you one thing she always repeated was that it was really nice to have a man in the house. And this is coming from a woman who was a strong feminist. Like I'm talking 60s hippies generation feminist. <laughs> Even she could understand that men were valuable. They, they, it was nice to have a man in the house because they're different in a good way. They, their brains work in a different way than ours do and we should celebrate those differences. And I've, I've made a podcast about this, this topic before. And one thing I kind of want to follow up with this is that on the other end here, I do understand as a female what it's like to have men not be the most respectable creatures on the planet. I get it. But here's the thing, and this is what blows my mind about what I'm seeing in our culture today, is there's this umbrella hatred, and I'm going to call it a toxic hatred towards men, especially the white Christian man. They are like the most hated person in our society today, just because they're a man. That is weird to me. And I know why it is. It's because of all the identity politics and ideology that's happening within our society now. And it's taken hold. And the logic just blows my mind. I'm kind of ranting a little bit because I had to talk to my children about that, my daughters, and explain to them that men are not horrible. <laughs> Now, I want to give a shout out to another video uh, done by Baggage Claim on YouTube. This is not a Christian uh, channel. I stumbled upon this video. It has millions of views, but it's talking about this. It's talking about woke fem feminism, toxic feminism, and she does a really good job of breaking down exactly what I'm trying to say. She has to bleep out a few cuss words, so heads up, but it is a very good video and I will link it somewhere up here and leave it in the description, but I wanna give a shout out to her because ever since I watched her video about this, I could not agree more. And one of the things she talks about is this entitlement that we're seeing, especially in like movies and shows and how it's just, taken over all aspects of our entertainment and our media. Amelia Earhart, I'm sure, didn't hate men. And this is what I'm saying is that all of a sudden it's like, it's a pendulum swing, right? Where there's almost like a religious legalistic standard now, if I'm gonna compare it to ministry and, and religion, to say, okay, in order to get as far away from what women had to deal with, right? Women had to deal with a lot of stuff and we had to grow and, and, and fight for our rights with certain things. We're gonna get so far away from this to the point where we become what we have hated. We become what we have fought against for for so long. And the irony blows my mind. 
you're going to push down the male gender and actually ironically adopt a lot of their, you know, uh, characteristics and traits and, and this overall just things that made men unique, the masculinity there and feminize it. And that's strange to me. Imagine, if you will, for a second to, to flip this around on itself. If there are things that men need to work on overall in our society, which we all know there is, okay? Nobody's saying that stuff is okay, right? There's an oughtness to this. There's, there's, a, there's the way things are, and then there's the way that things ought to be. People know what's right and wrong intuitively. Everybody on the planet does. All of us have this oughtness. We know, hey, this is wrong. There needs to be equality here. We know that, and then we work towards it. But I don't see that, right? If we have, if we were there, oh no, like we, we're off the rails. We overcorrected. That's really the best word that I can describe for what I'm trying to say. It reminds me of driving down the road, you know, and you're trying to just straighten out. You're like, okay, I'm a little off. Oh no, no, man, we need to pull this to the center, man. We got, we got to be safe. And all of a sudden you see a car coming towards you and you're like, oh no, I need to turn a little bit back. And instead of slightly turning the wheel, you turn it a full 90 degrees and you fly off the road into a ditch and you catch on fire after you roll a few times. That's feminism. It's been overcorrected and it's in a ditch burning. I don't even know if there's a point of return at this point, but guys, honestly, again, more full disclosure here, but I really was, I wasn't a raging feminist in the new age, but I was a feminist and I never thought I'd see the point where we're at today, where we actually, in order to be part of this woke feminist society, you have to hate the man. You have to look down on them and put them in their place. I refuse to normalize that. I think of people and men in my family and my husband, all you mamas out there with baby boys, like we don't need to instill that in them. Men are amazing. I like what men have to offer. I love the differences that there are, that we have. And there's things that we can appreciate about that, but I'm allowed to say that, but man, if you are somebody who has like a platform and, and, and you say anything about anything that I've said out loud on your platform, you can definitely get canceled for it. And I just don't care. I care more for truth and I care more for where this is going and I'm going to do what I can to stop it as a female because this does not honor Christ. It is not biblical. And we have so many scriptures that talk about how we are one in God, in Christ, as the church, as the bride of Christ. And throughout scripture, God talks about how he has no favoritism. And there are conversations to be had. Again, to be clear, one of the things I struggled with the most is I thought that the Bible was very misogynistic. I'm like, it's written by men for men, and it creates this society where women are constantly oppressed. And it's so funny. And you want to know what's really funny about that? I said that as somebody who had never actually read or studied the Bible. And don't get me wrong, I still have questions, all right? But I'm no longer at that point where I'm like, oh, the Bible is just a horrible misogynistic book. 
smash the patriarchy. I will not get behind that. I don't think this is healthy. I don't think this is good for our nation. I don't think this is good for the church. As a female who's brown, like that matters. That's so weird that that matters now. I thought we were doing so much better. And now what people see is your gender and the color of your skin. And all of a sudden that's what gives you worth and a voice. I want to do what's right and not what's easy. And in this case, this is not the answer. I've noticed something with this and I see this in religion as well. All right. So, and I made a video about this called the pendulum swing where when people leave a religion, let's just take Jehovah's Witnesses, for example, because I, I did a, a lot of in-depth research on that religion when I first got into ministry. And it's proven to be a very good, uh, it's had a lot of longevity in what I've learned in life and in ministry with God. But a lot of times when people leave the Jehovah's Witness religion, which is rigid, works-based, and I'm going to say it, it's a cult. There's mind control, information control, behavioral control. You are under lock and the locks stay on your brain. So whenever you leave, you want to give, you want to get so far away from that religion that you go way over here and you look back on that with almost a hatred, just this bitterness and anger towards those beliefs. Now, granted, sometimes that is justified. I believe that the Jehovah's Witness religion is a cult and it binds people in legalistic religion and it has people hate a God that isn't even a bib the biblical God anyway. So really they've left a religion thinking that's what God is. And if that's God, I want nothing to do with it. But it's a caricature. It's a false religion. It's a caricature of who Jesus was and who God is. So really, they hate the caricature. They hate the image of what they thought that was. Now apply that to what I'm talking about, feminism. It's as if because of what females have had to deal with over the centuries, which a lot of women today can't really relate to. We've had more freedoms today than we've ever had possibly in human history. And we're still not satisfied. It's like the myth of progress right? So they, they get so angry at, at these group of men that, that have hurt them or a man, right? And so in response, they completely pendulum on the other side, not in a loving way, right? This is all in the name of hatred, bitterness, and anger. They are angry, bitter, and hate men. And in order to lift themselves up, they have to push down men, that is not okay. Now, as a mom to two little girls and as a female myself who used to be kind of quite the raging feminist, apparently I wasn't raging enough compared to today's standards, let me tell you. I want them to know a healthy balance about this, okay? To understand if, they're, if they are ever put in a position that because they're a female, they're not allowed to participate in the same way as a guy could. And sometimes, honestly, that's, that's actually okay sometimes. Let's just take sports. Hot topic right now. There are certain things that women are, are girls are, are naturally more attracted to, that they're more interested in. But hey, if there's a girl that wants to go be a mechanic, go for it. We shouldn't have to make all women like men in order to smash the patriarchy. I don't get that. But I also want my girls to know what it means to have something happen to them that's not okay. But I also want them to know that men 
are not your enemy. Men are not our enemies, ladies. Some men are. A man or two, maybe. There's been something horrible that's happened. And then all of a sudden, it's as if all men fit into that bucket and we associate that hatred and bitterness towards maybe a small group of men, towards all men. We would not stand for this as females. So why are we accepting it with our men? I want my girls to have discernment about this, to, to think critically about this, that just because our culture is embracing this, and it's very toxic, it's not okay or right, that it doesn't mean that that is okay or correct. And if they don't want it done to them, they shouldn't do that to others, men or women. This is an important topic, and I would implore everybody out there watching, whether you agree with me or not, to follow the golden rule. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to somebody else. And sometimes we need to say stuff in love and be bold about those things, right? If somebody is messed up, and I think that we would want that, right? So I'm not over here giving all men the, just this pass to do whatever they, of course I'm not saying that. I mean, it's weird that I even have to say that, but some people, you never know, comment section. <laughs> I'm saying that we should not push down men and give women a very toxic entitlement just because we're women. <sighs> okay, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Sisters in Christ and fellow women out there watching this, I love you, I'm praying for you. I would say let's expect the same standards from us that we would want from the opposite gender. Men, brothers in Christ out there watching this, same thing. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I haven't had a few men tell me inadvertently that I need to go sit in the corner and not say anything because I'm a woman and I shouldn't be here teaching theology and blah, 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 blah. But y'all are in the minority and I'm not going to paint you all in the same light due to the mess of a few men. I think there are things to be made right and to be learned, but this is not the way. Ultimately, the best example that we have is Jesus himself. If you've made it this far, thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. Hopefully this helps somebody and that you find it relatable.